KCMQ Morning Shag Best of Podcast brought to you by State Tech. When you choose State Tech, you are choosing the number one two-year college in the country, and you know that you'll be ready for your career. State Tech graduates make 10% more on average than Missouri regional four-year schools. And with more than 30 degree and certificate programs, you can be whatever you want to be. From the classroom to your career, State Tech is the employer's choice. Learn more at statetechmo.edu. The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag with Shags and Trevor podcast. Trevor went on a float trip to Arkansas. This is his second year in a row. Last year, he was in the canoe and it tested his marriage. They almost didn't survive yeah, the canoe trip. Is, tested is a very kind word to use uh, on how my wife and I felt. It bowed, but canoe. it did not break. Ooh. It was pushed to the limits. Ooh, it, was, it was real strained. It was, yeah. So mm. this year... To be a happy, loving, married couple, they decided to canoe divorce and go kayak. <laughs> yes, we decided to float the river apart so that at the end of the float, we stayed together. <laughs> Honestly, it's so much better. It's a better it float doing oh, it, it individually. Oh, it was so much better. It was so much easier. Like we were, as, as we kind of mentioned, like at one point we kind of were, were, were lazily drifting next to each other. And it was like, how you feeling? It's like, I'm the master of my domain. I don't have to worry about you at all. And I'm like, I know, right? This is great. It's this fan- is awesome. Fantastic. But the funny thing about it is after the float, your wife now wants to be a kayak family. Yes. No, she wants us to, she wants to buy kayaks. She wants to go and get them and buy them, and we keep them. And and keep in mind, we have kayaked or, or canoed or you know been on the river once a year in the last two years. But she wants to invest in kayaks and become kayak people. The men they are super handy. They are really really nice. And oh, they are. I do like giving kayakers a, a hard time though. That do you know if you buy a kayak. A Subaru Outback will just show up in your driveway, that and right? that's what you drive from now on. <laughs> I mean, those are very nice vehicles. I'm not. I'm not knocking those at all. Um, with, so I'm. I'm okay with that. You will. Uh, you will start carrying your own bag of granola in your pocket <laughs> in a paper bag because you don't use plastic anymore. Right. Of course. Yes. You yes. know, what? the more I talk about it, maybe I should be a kayak person. This should. isn't a I mean, bad idea. This, I'm not, I like granola. I'm yes, good with that. Yeah, I'm, I mean. I'm anti-plastic, super for the environment. Yeah, I like that. Subarus. Maybe I need to be a kayak person. Maybe, maybe you do. I, the big thing for me was she was like, we should go and buy kayaks. And I'm like, the cheap kayaks are $500 a pop. And, and, and we've only, again, been on the river, like kayaked once in the last or twice in the last two years, once a year. And then we, we also have nowhere to put them in our house. Like, we have a two-car garage. Only one car is in the garage right now because we have too much stuff. <laughs> and now she wants to get two flipping boats and start putting those somewhere. Why? Why? Well, Not to mention we got to now figure out a way of getting them to the, the river in Arkansas because we're not going to go anywhere else with these kayaks Well, there's we a, get them. There's a lot of places. Missouri is very oh, blessed. Know. Oh, I know. There's several places. We won't go to them, Shags. That's what I'm telling you. We won't go to them. We will only use these kayaks for this annual flow trip that we have with our friends in Arkansas. That is it. I am going on the record saying that. It's like the treadmill that just becomes it the is, clothes yes, hamper. That is exactly it. That is exactly it. This will be a treadmill purchase if we do it, and I am going to fight it. I see it happening. I won't let it. They are expensive because I was looking at buying a fancy fishing one, 
And I was like, man, I could just buy a boat. You get up to three, four, five, six, seven thousand dollars for yeah, yeah. like really, really elite, nice ones. Real, I mean, like, so one of our friends had a really nice one. She got off Craigslist, and and allegedly it was like fifteen hundred dollars. And we're all just like, what, what, what? Like that's so expensive. Deal. She got a but, good deal, and it was, it was, it was a nice kayak. It had a rudder. That she could, you know, lift in and out of the water with a with a with a switch. Uh, it had pedals. She was up higher. She could stand on the kayak without it wobbling. It was very stable. I mean, it was a nice, nice kayak. And and one of those kayaks would be really nice to have. I just don't want to buy one of those and only use it once a year. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And it's like, oh no, there's plenty of places to go. Yes, there are. We're not going to go there. We're just not. I know we but won't. But my final argument for you to become a kayak family. <laughs> When people come over, you position it in a place where everyone can see it. Like you start bringing people through the garage or, or you have it outside. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, oh, wow, those are really nice. I didn't know you're so outdoorsy. Oh, yeah, we love to get out in kayaks. <laughs> it, it makes people uh, think, think high, more highly of you. Okay, yes. Th- th- this is a way to make ourselves look a lot better with our friends and family. 100%. This first is a class. status thing. Yes, yeah. it is definitely. Yes. People will be like, I bet he flies first class. Look at those <laughs> kayaks. Aha moments in the morning. It's top of the hour shower thoughts with the morning shag. Slap bracelets taught a kink to an entire generation. Ooh, fetish. I'm pretty sure flies pretend they can't find that open window you opened because they're just attention seekers. Real look at me Louis, those flies. Shower thoughts. With Lee's Tires, if it's around and rubber, Lee sells it. Lee'sTireCompany.com You may not know this about me, but I am a part of a very secret and dark organization. Are you now? The Illuminati, the Freemasons, they don't got bleep on us. <laughs> and today is our holiest day, National French Friday. Because oh. my secret organization that I am founder, CEO, executive director, president, and on the board. Uh, uh, wow. Is the French Fry Club. <laughs> the French Fry Club. It's no laughing matter. We was, take was this, we this take started it by very serious. Was this started by five year olds? Like that, that's what you that's what you called it. It's been around a long time. Oh, okay, all right, yeah. So there's rules to French Fry Club. <laughs> of course there are. Of course. Now there's more than four, but I'm gonna still hold true to my New Year's resolution of never doing a list more than four. Good, good for you. So we're gonna do the top four rules of French Fry Club. Trevor, are you ready with the fanfare? Sure. Why not? My life may be in danger for me sharing these rules with you, just Is so we're right? on the same page. Okay. All right. Good. Good. If you don't hear from me ever again, it was the French Fry Club. It was the French Fry Club. Number four. You only feed the family burnt ones. That's a rule? That's... Because the good ones are just for you. How how many burnt French fries are you coming across when you cook French fries? Like it's kind of hard to do that. <laughs> You're just getting when, like two when, to your family. When I cook French fries, I'm well, part of the French fry club, Trevor. <laughs> I'm part of a secret organization. I I don't cook the fries. 
Clearly actually, shows you you're not part of this group. Clearly. No, obviously. Obviously. And actually, if you did cook the French fries, you would be the one who would burn all of them. So. Oh, I just can't believe how silly you looked right there. That, oh, oh, right. I look silly. Sorry. part of a French oh, fry club. Oh, my God. You, should be, uh-huh. you must be so embarrassed. Right. Right. <laughs> Number three of the top four rules of French fry club, you do not stop eating French fries until you hear your heart whimper. <laughs> that's... Uh, that's not recommend it. I'm sure the, the folks at Missouri Heart Center would uh, advise you against that. Probably should have kept that rule to myself. <laughs> <laughs> going to get a text from the old heart doctor yeah, on yeah. that one. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna reach out. Number two. Let's move quickly. Move along. Mm, mm. The number two rule of French Fry Club. If you order a small, the McDonald's employee is allowed to slap you across the <laughs> face. That's okay. All right. I don't, th- I don't think the employee, the employee at McDonald's, is allowed to Will Smith you. I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that's okay. Though these are the rules of not McDonald's, but of the secret organization French oh. Fry Club. So, so is every employee of McDonald's also a member of the French Fry Club? So they know this rule. No, <laughs> I'm part of the club. So if I see it. I say you're allowed to slap that person. Oh, I see. You, you, you then are the authority on the matter yeah. of, of people assaulting one another. And you're right. really making yourself look dumb is here, that right? Trevor. Is, is that and I know it's not your fault. You're just not part of the questions. group. But you yes. probably probably should know your lane <laughs> when it comes to French fry clubs. <laughs> and finally, the number one, the one you've all been waiting for, the number one rule, you can never break it, French fry club, the first rule of French Fry Club is you don't talk about French Fry Club because your fat ass is too busy eating French fries. What the? What the? Time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. Costco has raised prices of some of their food court items. Now, don't worry. You're fine. The price of that giant hot dog still remains just your price. (laughs) A Spirit Airlines plane caught fire in Atlanta when its brakes overheated. The most shocking part of the story, a Spirit plane has brakes. And finally, the U.S. military is expanding into hot air balloons. Man, I cannot wait to see Top Gun 3 ending in a blimp chase. (laughs) The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag Podcast. Listen live weekdays starting at 5.30 a.m. Only on 96.7 KCMQ and KCMQ.com. We need to clarify that Trevor did not brown out at the birthday bash. (laughs) Thank you. Some people were very concerned when Trevor Mm -hmm. wasn't on the show. Monday and Tuesday, he had a scheduled float trip in Arkansas, allegedly. No, definitely did. Definitely did. Witnesses and, uh, and, and, and gas money to prove it. But we do need to take a moment to recap the greatest party we have ever thrown. <laughs> Celebrating 10 years of the morning show, and it was just a love fest. I mean, people loved us. Yes. We loved them. Yes. Love tips were touching left no. and right. What? It that, was just love again. That was there. Um, I mean, there was a lot of love to go around. Uh, we gotta say a, a couple of quick thank yous. Uh, thank you to the sponsors: Scraps Welding Supercenter, Fortified Roofing and Siding. Appreciate yes. you guys. Uh, appreciate Mercury Trio, Dude, the saviors of the birthday. Bash. Good were they? Oh my gosh! Like 
Just oh, killing it on stage, incredible. man. They, they they did win the levy breaks at one point, and I'm my jaw was dropped. I was just like, holy crap, you guys, you're killing this. I just love so much how we had people dancing, people playing hacky sack, people know, just yeah. grooving in their oh, seats. Man. Like, everybody was enjoying it because that band was on point, and there they was, were just ripping through the hits. There was one guy, I don't know if you saw him, he was in the striped shirt, who was dancing with his pelvis first. And that I felt like encapsulated the majority of everyone's feelings about Mercury Trio. Like it's just like pelvis first dancing was was uh, the 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 moniker of the entire show. That's how I showed my appreciation was with pelvis pelvis thrusts <laughs> as well. But we got to say thank you to Rose Music Hall. Thanks yes. to the whole staff, the bartenders, oh security, everyone working there made the event go sound. Dylan's always the best. Dylan's the best. They just made it go so smoothly, and of course. Thank you for being there because realistically, we couldn't keep doing this if you didn't tune in every single morning. So that yes. party was for you. The the show could be should be called your show because that's what it is. It's for you. But some of the highlights. Can we give a shout out to John from Yes? Well, we have to. We have to. Who decided he would buy ninety six shots on his own and then become a waitress. <laughs> Walking around, handing them out with a tray full of tequila shots. Nobody, nobody asked him to do that. No, like he just did it. He just told us, "Like I'm going to get 96 shots. I'll be right back." And we're like, "Okay, like what?" And then yeah, he and he and a couple other people were serving everybody with trays. But when we saw John from Yes at the end of the night, I'm pretty sure he drank the majority of those 96 shots. <laughs> John from good. Yes was having a hell of a time. There were there were. A lot of people feeling real good by the end of the night. A lot of a lot of a lot of fun that was had. We yes. got to give another shout out to our good friend Brian Ware with Brian Ware Plumbing. <laughs> yes, we do. The band would take ten minute intermissions here and there. They did it a couple of times, and he came up with the idea: Hey, during this ten minute intermission, I will open a tab, and everyone's drinks will be on me. <laughs> So we announced that, and it's as if he is Moses and he's parted the Red Sea. The the single file line that formed behind him happened so quickly. Like, the Romans are coming. Get yes. your drinks now. Yes. It was awesome because he just stood there with his phone out and a timer just screaming at us on stage, seven more minutes. <laughs> I mean, people were having a blast. It was oh, a lot man. of fun. It was a good time. And uh, thank you, Mother Nature, who, like, not only did the heat break, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was a little sweaty, but not too bad. Uh, but then at one point, there was, like, a little, there was an ominous cloud yes. in the distance. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, really? Don't do it. Don't do it. And it didn't. It didn't do it. She knew oh, better. She knew better. She knew better. <laughs> she took care of us, Mother Nature. So thank you to everyone. Thanks to everyone that came out. And if you couldn't make it, just thank you for tuning in because you keep us coming back every single morning. And we're going to do it for another 10 years if you let us. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Love you. Love Tip Touch. Let's no, do no, this. No, not that part. Not that part. Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. Astronauts have the longest commute of any profession. Dreams are the things your brain wants to think about when it's in charge. I hope not. I had some terrible dreams last (laughs) night. Like, what is wrong with you, brain? Shower thoughts with Lease Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lease sells it. LeaseTireCompany.com. 
We now know the best rock songs to listen to when you're trying to sleep. Rock and roll! Nighty night lullaby. That's uh, not what I would have put those those things together, but yeah, okay. I mean, do you play music to kind of lull yourself to sleep? Maybe set the mood for bedtime? Tuck you in with some musical notes? No. Well, a new study has determined the best songs to listen to. Because maybe some people do, Trevor. Okay, no, that's fair. That's Maybe fair. you're the weird one. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, it's not the first time it won't be the last. Yeah, you shouldn't judge everyone so I'm much. I'm not judging. I'm, My you know, God, do you hear your tone? Okay. Check that tone, bro. Thank you. I don't. <laughs> they even came up with a scientific formula to figure it all out. Now, I'm not going to bore you with those details because I don't think your little brains could handle it. Wow, okay, cool, thanks. But I got you covered. Yeah. The big brain on Brad over here has got you covered. In a nutshell, the songs base basically share qualities with lullabies, tempo, energy. Okay? Was that, was that too much science for you? No, no, we got there. We, you, got, yeah. you got it? Yes, thank you. Let's look at some of these rockin' lullaby jams. Wow. The Beatles, Golden Slumbers, Carry That Weight. Mm-hmm. I mean, Carry That Weight's a good song. I don't know, but I, I, I can't recall Golden Slumbers off the top of my head. I think some of these are just such B-sides. Like, you hear it, and you're like, oh, what is this? Like, I want I don't, I don't need to finish it. Let's just go to bed. Let's just go to bed. I don't yeah, know if it's it. lulling me to sleep or not. I'm like, who, is, who picked this playlist? <laughs> good. Yes. Elton John, Mona Lisa's, and Mad Hatter's. Uh, I, I am familiar with that song. I could see that being a, a nice one to so, to soothe you and uh, put you to put you to sleep. Yes. Just saying the name put me asleep. That's is that was that right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Led Zeppelin's "Going to California." Ah, uh, yes, see, yes. Now that's a very uh, very nice soothing. It's acoustic. It's uh it's relaxing. You could see that. If there's any band that can really put you to sleep, Led don't, Zeppelin. Don't do that. Don't do. You that. can always count on them. Don't. You did that just to just to get me upset, and I'm not going to let you. I'm not going to let you get me upset. And then the number one rock and roll song you can use to go nighty night. Don't let the Betty Bugs bite. Elton John's "Your Song." Oh, of course. Yeah, I mean that makes total sense. It's a beautiful song. It makes me laugh though, Trevor. That an artist famously known for being addicted to speed, cocaine, is in the list multiple times for the best songs to put you asleep. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Don't worry about that part. You know what I'm going to do? I'm Elton John. I'm high on cocaine. I'm going to write a song that makes everyone go to bed. <laughs> what the What the What the, ah, what the Time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. Gavin Newsom announced that California will start making their own insulin. Now, it's like regular insulin, but with a hint of avocado. Mm. Mm. Insiders say the Browns locker room viewed Baker Mayfield as childish. Reached for comment, Mayfield was seen crying to his mother. And finally, a Georgia man got stuck in an exhaust pipe after trying to shimmy down to get into a Little Caesars restaurant to rob it. As a punishment, the man can choose jail time or eating at Little Caesars.
Follow Shags and Trevor on their Facebook page, KCMQ Morning Shag and KCMQ.com. Thanks for listening to the best of the KCMQ Morning Shag podcast. Do you know anyone who somehow made it to adulthood without figuring out table manners? Don't. Don't be all up on your high horse uh, on this. I don't believe you have all the table manners that you need. How dare you? Oh, yeah. I fly first class. This is one time. You fly first class one time. Society. (laughs) With the emphasis in high. Yes, that. That that we can agree on. So you're in luck because I'm an unlicensed table manner expert. Of course you are. Why wouldn't you be? I go around this great state, this great country, and I teach table manners to <laughs> slobs like you. Mm, yeah, good. Disgusted by all of you right now. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we believe it. So I'm sticking to my New Year's resolution because I have six table manner rules that everyone's break, but I'm not going to give you all six because I made a promise at the beginning of the year to only do top four lists. I'm proud of you for that. That's good. You're sticking with that. So we're going to do the top four table manners that everyone Likes to break. Okay. All right. Because you're disgusting. That's why. Don't do that. You're gross. Don't do that. Number four. Hogging the conversation. (laughs) That is is you. That is straight up you all day, every day, on this show, at the table, wherever. Who's hogging the conversation now? Yeah, right. Good. It's rude, Trevor. No matter where you are. But people do it. People doing it during meals—that's a lot. That's <laughs> it. Also makes you eat slower. So then you're last to finish, and everyone's waiting on you. And it's like that story wasn't good enough. Mm, that's that story wasn't good enough waiting on you. <laughs> so stop hogging the conversation at dinner time. Number three of the table manner rules: even adults break. Cutting up all your food at once before you start eating it. It's weird. You're not a baby. <laughs> Stop. I mean, I could see a level of, like, you using your knife and, and, and cutting everything up so you can just put the knife down and you can just eat. But it makes you eat faster. So you end up finishing before everyone else. It's kind of, that's a part of the experience. Everyone is supposed to start and wrap up around the same time. Yeah, and if you yeah, sit there and just baby mash all your stuff into a pile and whoa, 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 and then you're just done. And everyone has everyone's like, Oh, now you're just staring at me eating? That's strange. I mean I I, I I feel as if all because you cut up all your food first doesn't mean that you're gonna shovel it down your gullet immediately afterwards. I think you can still pace yourself while you eat. Who's the unlicensed expert here? Well, I mean, that's not a thing, so and who's hogging this conversation? Man. Oh, yeah. Golly. Uh-huh. Why don't you uh-huh. s- shut up and cut up your food for a second? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you try being quiet and cut up your food, Trevor? Okay. All right. What's, uh, what's uh, the, the second tip? Here? Number two of the table manner rules, even adults break because you're disgusting. <laughs> Using your phone. A lot oh, of adults... Yeah. Even will tell their kids, no, 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 not at the dinner table, and then pull it out and play Tune Blast the whole time. Which I don't blame them because Tune Blast is a lot of fun, but yeah. not at the dinner table. Oh, oh, really? Oh, you're you're here to tell us that even at the dinner table, you don't play Tune Blast. You nope. play Tune Blast literally everywhere else. 
Except for the dinner table. No. Dinner table? Come on, dude. High society, first class. It's plants versus zombies. Get over oh, yourself. Right, of course. Of course. Depends yes. on the meal. It's like a fine wine. <laughs> I pair my gaming apps with what I'm eating. What what is uh, what it was plants versus zombies? What are you eating when you when you play plants versus that's zombies? Gotta be, that's gotta be a good bloody red meat. Good oh, steak. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Like like a good CC's number two talk show host steak. You gotta wow. pull out your phone and play a little plants versus zombies. Okay. And and then like a like a game of Tetris. What are we talking? Tetris is more kind of like a white wine. It's more oh. of a fish. It's oh, more of a lighter, maybe salad, maybe a, maybe a nice salad. tuna steak. That's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tetris <laughs> is more of a a white wine. Got it. Okay, good to know. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help. I told you I'm the expert. <laughs> the expert, yeah, the unlicensed expert. And finally, the number one table manner rule even adults break is eating before everyone else starts. Mm. Which I blame the restaurant on that. That's restauranting rule number one. It all comes out at the same time. You can't just drop one in front of me. I don't feel well, like that's on me at that point. And and what's the rule if it's if it's hot dish? You you can eat it because you don't want it to get cold. If it's a cold dish, you should wait for everyone else to have their their it's, their plate in front of them. It's one of those at that point. I think it's kind of a free for all. You got to kind of like, hey, oh. do you mind? I always ask. Do you mind if I start? But then I feel weird the whole time. I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it or not. I don't know if so it's if worth it. So if somebody were to ask, do you mind if, I ask you, if, if you mind if they started? Of course. Them, I would oh, say no. Say yes. I would go, oh, go no. ahead. You'd say no, right. Go ahead and eat. And then the whole time I'm judging you going, God, you're disgusting. You yeah, don't know right. what high society is. You aren't first class. How are we even friends? <laughs> Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. Giving actors honorary degrees devalues the actual degrees that are being given out to students. Erasers slowly sacrifice their lives because of your mistakes. Be better. Be better. Shower Thoughts. With Lease Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lease sells it. LeaseTireCompany.com. Marvel. Have we outgrown it? Are we getting Marvel fatigue? Are the movies getting worse? Thor, Love and Thunder, in theaters now, is just meh. <laughs> it's much better than Dr. Douche in the Thriverse. Okay. Wow. But not as good as the three Peter Tingles. That's. <laughs> yes. Thank you. That's good. That was well done. We went, we went and watched it yesterday so we could talk about it on, on the show. And when I left, I wasn't disappointed. I was just kind of just like, huh. Okay. Say it. Come to the dark side. Do a movie review like I do a movie review. It was fine. This, yeah, ha. Yeah, ha. Yes. <laughs> it, was it was fine, fine, wasn't it? It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, amazing. But it was good. Like, I mean, it, it was a fun way to spend a couple hours at the theater. It was and worth part it. of it too was like, well, you know, Ragnarok was like one of the greatest MCU movies that they've ever done. And and so you're you're comparing it to Ragnarok, and that's a hard a hard bar to set. Like that's hard to to match with. Well, they were trying to just jam so much. I felt like they were trying to capture lightning in a bottle, pun intended. Uh, 
doing Ragnarok again, and they thought, oh, the humor, humor, humor. But this one had a lot of deeper, darker undertones and emotional mm-hmm. undertones, mm-hmm. and it was hard to get caught up in the story that was just having all these weird jokes being thrown at you. Some hit, some didn't, and then when you were supposed to be really impacted by things, you're just kind of like, what? I'm, oh, no, I'm. this is supposed to be emotional. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. strange. And, man, I really, really like Christian Bale. As the bad guy. Yeah. I thought he was so good as Gore the God Butcher. I thought he looked amazing. There were a handful of times where I'm like, all right, you're trying too hard. I just wish we would have got more of him. Because he wasn't that intimidating because you didn't really see him taking out a lot of gods. It was just kind of like, oh, you're the bad guy. Well, right. Thor should be able to kick your ass. Like, why? He's kicked everyone else's ass. Why isn't he doing it now? Yeah, okay. Oh, it's a magic sword? Oh, oh didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> It just felt so. It was a shorter. It was a shorter Marvel movie with more stuff crammed into it. Where just the transitions were weird, and the CG wasn't that good. They they need to work on their CGI. Hmm. I mean, the Doctor Strange was really bad, and this one just had some parts that were just kind of like, oh, really? But then again, overall, fun, fun movie. Good good way to go. I mean, good reason to go to the theater. To watch this movie. I mean, come on. Beefed up Natalie Portman as the Mighty Thor with Chris Helmsworth and his god body. I mean, talk about <laughs> right. un, unrealistic body standards. Yeah, My yeah. god, when yeah. his clothes get ripped off him. <laughs> I was just like, you are a fat piece of bleep sitting there eating popcorn to myself. Shame on yeah. you, Hollywood, for putting that standard on me. There it is. Good. Yes, it's all about you. <laughs> okay. If you didn't know. So very quickly, we're running out of time. Thor, how out of five Thor pan flaps, you'll get it if you've seen the movie. What do you give it? It's it, it's a four point Okay. I it's good. Four point one. It's not amazing. Yeah, it's around 4. a B. 1. Okay. Around all a right. B. Just it's okay. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go. Yeah. Go see it. Sure. Yeah. 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 It's okay. Get back to us. It's fine. It's fine. There it is. It's fine. Love it. Your morning epiphany. The KCMQ Morning Shag presents Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. The James Webb Telescope is the most expensive wallpaper generator we've ever created. Every person who has ever lived has pooped their pants at some point. Thank you for that. Shower thoughts. Lee's Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lee's sells it. Lee'sTireCompany.com What's worse than stepping on a Lego? Stepping on two Legos? Yes, that, that would be correct. Yes. No, that was dumb. This- I would say biting the inside of your your lip or your cheek. And I'm not talking about just nicking it where it gives you that just radiate quick pop of pain. I'm talking about where you really get a hold of it, where you Mm. have to put your sandwich down or your burger, your meal down and your head drops, your eyes close, you get tense and your friends are like, are you okay? And you can't talk. You just put a hand up like, "Ah, just give me a second. And then the rest of your meal tastes like blood, and then it gets all oh. puffy, and it sticks with you for like a week, right. and it's miserable. I would yes. take a treadmill of Legos over that every single time. Would, uh, and that sucks, too, because when you, when you bite your, your cheek or your lip, it swells up, yeah. which makes it to where it's easier to bite again. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. So, Trevor, in your opinion, what's worse than stepping on a Lego? I mean, stepping on anything was a stinger. 
bee, wasp, hornet. Yes. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, it, rightfully so. They're defending themselves, but they're attacking the crap out of you. And boy, I mean, that's, it's just going to linger. It's going to linger for a long time. You're not going to be able to walk right for, for a week. What's worse than stepping on a Lego? Leslie on our Facebook page, KCMQ Morning Shag. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, Sedalia. <laughs> Don't. Don't do that. Off the texter, 1-800-455-1967. What's worse than stepping on a Lego? Passing a kidney stone. Okay, yeah. yeah. I can tell you from experience, 100%. Much worse. That pain is not only more, more powerful, it also lasts way longer. Another one off the texter, zipping the tip of your penis up in jean shorts at the swimming pool. That's a lot to unpack there. Jean shorts at the swimming yeah, pool. Exactly. I feel what like you kind I feel like you kind of deserve the zip up. I, I feel sense? like you just That's the universe. That's God going You're wearing jean shorts at the public pool, bro. Yeah, you've earned this. You deserve this. this. Yes. Oh my gosh. Another one off the texter, 1-800-455-1967. What's worse than stepping on a Lego? Listening to your inane chatter instead of the music. Oh, yeah. If I could describe this texter, he is my Lego. Is, is that right? Is that right? Always just stepping on his texts, hurting my feet. Just like, he texts the show all the time. All the time. He That's has a weird, mor- or he or she, I apologize, has a weird morning shag fetish. Where you listen all the time and you just love to hate on us, and I respect that. Yeah, I mean that's that's you know that's a significant chunk of our we, audience. We don't kink shame, so that's clearly no, your no, kink. That's, that's... I hope you're really enjoying it, flicking the nip over that one. God. Continue the conversation. Why? On our Facebook page, KCMQ Morning Shag. What's worse than stepping on a Lego? What the? What the? What the? Time now for the KCMQ Morning Shag WTF News. Chris Jenner is scheduled to teach an online master class. I can only imagine this class is called, So Your Daughter Kim Wants to Make a Sex Tape, Huh? Mm. Ah. Okay, yeah. A fire destroyed a historic Nantucket hotel, or as a child might put it, there once was a blaze in Nantucket. Firemen took one look at it and said, You know the rest. I don't. That, well, I can't tell it to you now. Hmm. <laughs> have to do it after after the show. Charlotte, North Carolina has been plagued by a cloud of noxious natural gas. And speaking of things that stink in Carolina, 11 days till Panthers training camp. hey The best of the KCMQ Morning Shag with Shags and Trevor podcast. It's the two things Trevor loves the most. I don't know if he could survive without these two things. Water, air, maybe, but not this. Trevor lives for these conversations when we talk zodiac signs and sex. No. Ooh, 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 splooshy, sploosh, sploosh, sploosh. I mean, I, I, I just I don't Boing. like talking about sex on the radio. Uh, and, and I don't like talking about Zodiacs anytime, really, because, you know, they're just ridiculous. I don't quite understand the concept of me having to give a disclaimer when we work for a classic rock station that 99% of the songs are all about sex, <laughs> but the lawyers are forcing me to, so this break, spoiler, is going to have some sexual content, okay? Good, thank you. 
Let's talk zodiac signs <laughs> and what that means for your sexual preferences. Oh, good. Mm, oh, Joy, mm, this will mm. this will do wonders for me. Because okay. Trevor, your zodiac sign will speak volumes about that carnal preference you have sure in the bedroom or sure elsewhere. Oh, doesn't okay. have to stay in the bedroom. Well, um, oh, no, again, no, no. we don't need to. We don't need to talk about that. So my zodiac sign is Gemini. What does that mean for my sexual preference? According to this, it means menage a trois. Oh, whoa. Uh, Who's going to have that conversation with the fiance? That's, hmm? yeah, that's, <laughs> Who wants to pitch that one? Do I need to have a PowerPoint presentation? That's, uh, the, that's all you, bud. That's, Gemini's uh, easily bored, and with the dual unreconciled nature of the Gemini sign, the menage a trois is well-suited for an extra lover, one for each side of you. Okay. Mm, mm, All right. Mm. Um, it's gonna yes. be an awkward weekend. Yes. Yeah, no, I or, got the or don't. I got or the because, ad. because zodiac signs are nonsense. They, they, they don't actually mean anything. Maybe don't, you don't follow how it. How dare you? This takes. What? This makes complete sense. I already this got the ad up on Craigslist. How dare you, sir? All right, no. All right. That's. Well, everyone knows that's not true because Craigslist took the sex ads down, and that's why no one uses Craigslist anymore. <laughs> When was the last time you heard anyone only, say Craigslist? That was the only use that Craigslist had. That was the only good 100%. use One hundred percent. Fantastic. Only All reason right. I was on it. Okay. Now, Trevor, your Gemini or your zodiac sign is the sign of the serial killer Scorpio. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Your favorite sex position is something called the Amazon. The what? The Amazon. What is that? Well, I. Can't, I I'm afraid to describe it because it is a little graphic. <laughs> oh, oh, it's that. So we can't. All right. Hang so on, you're going right. to have to look it up yourself. Oh, good. Fun. All right. Google. But the sign of the scorpion and the Amazon of yore is about challenging distributions of power. P- 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 power. Okay. All right. You um, like the power. I see. Well, I I now have a whole bunch of different drawings of of different sex positions uh, on, on the computer. Yeah, oh yeah, no, they're drawings. Yes. Yeah. I think that's it's called not legitimate. Art. That's well- <laughs> And on your work computer? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, you pervert. Yeah. Well, you know. PR, Google. here we come, lawyers. Okay, well. I told them not to do it. <laughs> you did what? No. Your morning epiphany. The KCMQ Morning Shag presents Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. Some people associate fast food workers with being lazy, but the fast food industry thrives off of you being too lazy to cook your own food. Truth. Wildlife photography is just vegan hunting. Shower Thoughts with Lease Tire Company. If it's round and rubber, Lease sells it. LeaseTireCompany.com. Lots of people got free Slurpees at 7-Eleven on Monday because it was July 11th, 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven, Such yeah. clever marketing. I mean, you know, you know there was somebody in a boardroom who got a massive raise, a massive bonus off of that one. But one couple went home with something mm, a whole lot better. I don't know if it is. Questionable if it's a whole lot better than a Slurpee. A lady in West Virginia named Allie Sayers gave birth on 7-Eleven at 
7 Eleven. Okay, yes, yes. Your child is better than a Slurpee. Is it? Because yes. if you came to me today and was like, Shags, pick one a Slurpee or a child. Okay, just... I'm going to go Slurpee every single time. Yes. Okay, but that, it's, 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 if it's your child that you've been wanting, that you've been carrying for nine months, I got a feeling the child is better than the Slurpee. I mean, that's true. I definitely don't have to carry it, so I would. <laughs> Okay. Still probably pick the Slurpee. Okay, that's fine. She was supposed to have a C-section this week, but that baby had different plans. Not waiting for you, Mama. So she and her fiancé jumped in the car around 3 in the morning trying to rush to the hospital. Guess what? Didn't make it. Had to pull over at a 7-Eleven, and that's where she gave birth, and her fiancé had to help deliver the kid. Oh, my gosh. That's what nightmares are made of. That's it. I, I, I've had nightmares about having to help someone deliver a baby. I do you not really want to be in that situation. That's wow. terrifying to okay. me. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, that, that's a high-stress situation, 100%. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had to do it in a simulation. Trevor tries it video. Stay tech. Shameless plug. KCMQ.com. Could you imagine being in a 7-Eleven parking lot screaming at the night shift worker at 7-Eleven? <laughs> I need some hot water. Some rags. And a Slurpee stack. Right, yes, no, of course the Slurpee is part of that. Make you know. sure it's blue raspberry. I'm delivering a baby here. <laughs> don't have any don't have time for that red mush nonsense. No, no, not at all. The flavor is crucial to this uh to this procedure. Just wanted a blue raspberry slushy. <laughs> <laughs> now luckily everything went fine. Their new son, Good. Waylon, clocked in at six pounds. Eight ounces, healthy baby boy, and the company's even giving Allie and her fiancé free coffee for the next seven years. Oh, wow, there you go. Wow. I mean, come on, it's coffee, and you probably could have done 11, right? Mm? Kind of <laughs> taking the cheaper out there, 7-Eleven. It's a good point. Yes. And coffee? Like, come on, not even a blue raspberry Slurpee? Yeah, it's got to be mean, coffee? Like, they're probably going to be tired staying up with the baby. They're going to give them coffee to help wake them up. It makes sense. I Maybe. But I'm more upset with the mother and the fiancé. I feel like if you have a baby in the 7-Eleven parking lot, you need to name the baby after something in 7-Eleven. You need to? I think it's just a nice gesture. So, so I mean, like, the baby should be named Slurpee? Well, I mean, that's what everyone's going to go to. I, I, I mean, that's a pretty common 7-Eleven baby name. I wouldn't want to be... Well, that would like, be embarrassing yeah. for the next 7-Eleven baby yes. that, that that child runs into. You right. gotta do something a little more unique. What about uh, Taquito? Taquito Sayers. <laughs> no, no. That's not a good idea. No? That's, no. I don't like that. How about Big Bite Hot Dog Sayers? Big, it could just big be Big Bite, bite Hot Dog. Si- could just be Big Bite Sayers. They, oh, okay. I'm looking at 7-Eleven's menu. Are you now? Barbecue Bacon Cheeseburger Roller Sayers. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. No, because that rolls off the tongue nicely. That that's one that if your child's running toward the street and you need to stop them, like you know that that that'll that'll save time. That's good. How about Hot Honey Boneless Wings Sayers? Okay. So yeah, this is a terrible idea. Clearly, <gasps> Spicy Garlic Chicken Roller Sayers. Now that one, come on. Waylon will do just fine. Moments of clarity from the shower. It's the KCMQ Morning Shag's Top of the Hour Shower Thoughts. Rich people only experience extreme heat or cold if it's for pleasure. Once you're married, you can legally have sex with a family member. Okay, that's why I uh, stay engaged. Um... (laughs) Wow, shower thoughts. <laughs> With Lee's Tire Company, 
That one kind of sticks with you. Yeah, if it's rounded rubber, we sells it. LeaseTireCompany.com. Apparently, no one learned their lesson yesterday. That I am an unlicensed etiquette teacher and professional. Oh, right. Yeah. You're none of those things. I have been educated in the ways of proper etiquette and how to prepare, <laughs> how to behave yourself in social situations. Mm, mm-hmm. And for some reason, I surround myself with uncultured swine that <laughs> like to roll around in their own filth. All of this after flying in first class one time. God dang right. Yep, that'll happen. Oink, oink. (laughs) So there was a new poll on travel etiquette asking people what is and isn't okay behavior on an airplane. And this proves once again that you need my help. That's Oh, yes. You may not ask for it or even want it, but you're going to get it because you need it. Okay. All right, Mr. On High with Angel's Wings. T- tell us, tell us your advice. There's no need for that. There's no, no need for the sarcasm. Really? You just address really? me as Mister First Class. It's fine. <laughs> I am never doing that. <laughs> if you're next to someone and there's an empty seat in your row, should you move over? Yes. Only fifty-six percent said yes. What? Garbage people. <laughs> Trash birds. Who, who who, in their right mind would want to stay in a middle seat, elbow to elbow next to a stranger, when you, I mean, hell, when my wife and I are flying together, yeah. and there's there's another seat, she moves, or yes. I move. Like, scoot, scoot. Absolutely. This is like another little baggage area. We can put our snacks here, you can put your sweatshirt or your yes. bag it's a storage unit. Yes. Get your ass over. Stop touching my elbow, you pervert. I have, I have, I have never witnessed that. I, I've, it has always been if there's an open seat that somebody will move. This is why you need my help. Only fifty six percent said yes. You should move. It should be That's a wild. Should be a hundred percent. That yeah, it should be hundred percent. You're right. Is it socially acceptable to wear pajamas on a plane? Fifty nine percent said yes. Okay. Yeah. I. 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 I get. It. All right. So. I, I appreciate wanting to be as comfortable as possible on a plane because planes are inherently uncomfortable. I get it. At the same time, can we can we do one step above your pajamas? Can can we have a little bit of decorum on, on I the should, plane? I should clarify. If you're flying spirit, that's fine because that's where garbage people go. <laughs> oh that's the flying God. dumpster. That's the flying dumpster of the sky for all you trash birds. Wow. Because you'll never see me there. It will never affect me. I'm first oh, class. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. any other major airline, put some bleeping clothes on. Is there not a first class in spirit? There's no class in spirit. There's no class. There it is. There it is. You did it. Okay. All right. Is it okay to bring your own food on a flight, even if it's smelly? 94% of people said yes. Okay, that, that, is a, that is a misleading question. Because I believe, yes, it is okay to bring your own food. It is not okay if that food is smelly. But that's not, that's asking, that's at the, the, the way that that's phrased is weird. How dare you? Are you going to ask the stewardess, excuse me, ma'am, sir, do you have a microwave? I have an old fish dish I would like to heat up. <laughs> No, no, I, again, that, that's inappropriate, but like bringing on your own like trail mix, 
You know, if those you, are if you snacks. Got, that's fine. That's when fine. I think when I think food, I think someone's trying to smuggle in a bowl of soup. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> no, that's not okay. I mean, if you if you bought a breakfast sandwich in the terminal and you wanted to bring that on the flight, that's fine. I think that's cool. If it's a care. full flight, eat it out there. So we're not. I mean, so you know, we're not getting crumbs on me. You're not brushing <laughs> your pajama bottoms off, and they're getting your filthy cheese curds on me. Yeah, yeah. Well, you in first class get to eat whatever meal is provided for you. That is true. It is complimentary, yes. <laughs> Last time I f- flew first class, it was risotto. So, <laughs> oh, see, Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. You get to be chowing down on risotto yeah. up in first class, but we can't enjoy a breakfast sandwich without you, uh, you, you uh, judging us. And finally, is it okay to take your shoes and socks off while on the plane? Come on. Come 90% said no. So we'll deal with okay. smelly food, but not smelly feet. But only 90%? Yeah, I, that, that should be higher, right? Like That I should mean, be 100%. 10, it should be 100%. 9 out of 10 is good, but we have some work to do. We, shouldn't, we should not rest on it being 90%. We should get that to 100%. This is why... I fly first class to not be surrounded by you garbage dumpsters. That's oh wow, right. But yeah. also why I'm not in charge of airplane etiquette because I would have a rule that said if you take your shoes off on a plane, we are allowed to kick open the exit door and throw you out. <laughs> so okay, wow, yeah. First good class. That, good that you're not in charge. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the best of the KCMQ Morning Shag Podcast. Uh, Oh my God, are you crazy? Hear more from Shags and Trevor weekday mornings on Classic Rock 96.7 KCMQ and KCMQ.com.